Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from the Old Testament, 1 Kings, beginning with chapter 3, 1 Kings 3, reading verses 3 through 14. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David. Only he sacrificed and offered incense at the high places. The king went to Gibeon to, to sacrifice there, for that was the principal high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, you have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And your servant king, in place of my father David, although I am only a little child, I do not know how to go out or come or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or countered, counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, govern this your great people? <clears throat> It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind, no one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor all your life. No other king shall compare with you. If you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your life. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Father, we just thank you for your word this morning, and we ask that you impart to us the wisdom as Solomon asked, Lord, to be able to discern. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Have any of you ever played the game, What If? You know that game. Bill and I have done this for, for years, and it usually in our household sounds something like this. Well, if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? <laughs> or Publisher's Clearing House knocks on your front door with bright lights, sticks a microphone in your face, and is holding this big check. 
Or sometimes we will ask, if you were President of the United States, what would you do? How would you do things your way? <laughs> and we dream big, let me tell you. If it's a money issue, we would give a tithe to the church, whatever church we happen to be serving when we have that conversation. We are going to build our dream home. We're going to buy all of our children houses and reliable transportation. <laughs> We're going to make sure that no child is homeless or hungry. We dream big. Because you see, in the what-if game, the world is at your feet through your imagination. Through your imagination. But here in our scripture this morning, God himself is asking Solomon, ask what I should give you. Wow. Here's his chance. The whole world could be his. All of the goodies in the world, everything that you can think of, right there for the asking. But at the same time, there are serious problems that come with that asking. Problems of management, of loyalty, of governing where to go, and what to do, what to pray for, what do you ask for at a time like that? What do you say to God? Now, for us, in our humanness, we might say, let's go for the Cadillac, or maybe... Lord, strike down all those people that don't think the way that I do and that might be plotting against me for some reason. Get rid of all those who are against me. Or it could be something else. For Solomon, though, it was something else. Solomon began his response to God by reflecting on God's faithfulness, his mercy and his kindness toward Solomon's father, David. He humbles himself and he acknowledged that he, like his father, was but a servant. In fact, in Solomon's words, he says, I'm a little child who doesn't know how to come and go, if you will. Especially here in the midst of all of your chosen people who are many in our midst. 
Solomon was not interested in riches or fame or military power, if you will. He didn't care about crushing the opposition. He chose something else. Wisdom. Wisdom. Solomon prayed first for wisdom, for understanding, and for discernment. For discernment between good and evil. Boy, we could use that today, can't we? The discernment to know the difference between good and evil. You know, wisdom can be measured in a whole lot of different ways. Maybe one of the measures of wisdom is understanding that you don't need a wish to get what you want. You don't need a wish to get what you want. You see, for me, my understanding of what wisdom is, is to know what to do with your knowledge, your resources, and your energies. It's not about asking for more of those things. It's asking God to help you know how to use better the resources that you already have. So what do we pray for? What do we pray for? Now I pray for this and I pray for that and sometimes those two things that I'm praying for don't necessarily work together for good. And some of the things that I pray for I might want, I might really in reality know that I don't need to have. So what do we pray for? What do we pray for? We've all heard that old adage, be careful what you ask for. But what is that? What are the right things to pray to God for? I dare say Solomon didn't know either. So he asked for wisdom, for discernment. I can't believe that I am using this as an example, and it's not original, but it seems so fitting. Wisdom or discernment is like the alignment of a car. Now, I got to tell you, my knowledge of a car is to get behind the wheel, turn it on, and go to where I need to go. I have learned that I do need to watch my gas needle <laughs> and to pay slight attention to the oil indicator light. But beyond that, I just don't know a whole lot about cars. But when your car is out of alignment, you can be driving along and all of a sudden you feel the car 
pulling you either slightly to the left or slightly to the right instead of going straight the way a car is supposed to do if it's being guided straight. So what has happened is the car has gotten out of alignment. Um, around here, if you hit a pothole, a lot of times that will get your car out of alignment. It needs readjusting. Our spiritual life is just exactly that way. We can be going along, doing the things that we do, that we know to do in our spiritual life. We, we're doing our devotions, we're praying, we're gathering with fellow believers. We are, we're reaching out to our community. But then one day, you notice, you might have flown off the handle at something that was really irrelevant. Or you might have said or done something to someone else that you realize in hindsight would not be pleasing to God. You might find yourself full of anger or resentment or judgment. All of those things are indicators that we are not quite aligned with the will of God in our spiritual journey. We need some readjusting if you will. The walk to Emmaus that Kim referred to uh, earlier is a way to readjust your spiritual life. It's a way to center in and get yourself in alignment with God's will as you spend time with God without any outside interruptions. God wants us to have the desires of our hearts if they are in line with his will. In this world that we live in today, a world of so much information coming at us so quickly, more so than any other time in history, and this time next week, it will be even more so than it is today. It can get confusing. It can cause conflict in our hearts and in our minds. In this world that we live in where we have multiple choices. How do you know what is the right thing to say or to do? How do you know what's right? How do you know what is true? And that is where discernment comes in. 
when we pray for wisdom and the gift of discernment, God is more than happy to hear our prayer and to do that and so much more. Solomon prayed, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart, a listening heart, if you will, to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this thy people? Sometimes the size of our own task is overwhelming as we think about all of the things that we are asked to make decisions on, to make action on. And when that begins to happen with me, I simply remember how small I am and how great my God is. And it begins to put things back into perspective. I think that it pleases God when we pray unselfishly as Solomon did you see, Solomon wanted to get himself in order before he began judging a people, if you will. He wanted to get his own self in line with God's will. So he asked God for understanding, for discernment, Solomon's gift was a true gift from God. And when we pray in the right way, in God's will, God does grant what we ask. I think really what it comes down to is for us, we trust ourselves to the one who knows us best. We have to ask ourselves, who is it that we're listening to? Who knows us better? All of this information that is being thrown at us in so many different ways, in so many different areas, But God, God knows us best. And we can trust what he is going to speak to our hearts. So how do we make it through all of the things that we are involved in, the misunderstanding, the misinformation, the mistrust. What do we do? How do we get through all that? 
We pray. At Red Ridge, we know about that. We pray and we wait on God's answer. Sure, we can ask God for things like riches and wealth and power, but there are better things to ask and to receive from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If we ask in God's will and God's way. Let us pray. Almighty God, clear our minds of any and all confusion from all of the information that comes at us from so many different directions. Lord, give us eyes, ears, and heart to hear your voice, to hear your will, to hear your way. Thank you, Father, as we choose to ask and to wait for the better things. In Jesus' name we pray.